I speak to you in the name of one God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. 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 In my previous life, I was a credit analyst at Hope Credit Union in Jackson. Now, if you are unfamiliar with fancy banking and finance titles, a credit analyst is one who receives a loan request and then analyzes the risk of giving the loan. I was the middleman between the loan officer and the loan approval committee. I would calculate many calculations and percentages. I would take a look at credit scores and credit reports. I would look at different statements and just really get all up in people's business to determine if we should give them the loan. Hope Credit Union serves the underserved. Many of the loan requests I received came from those who would be laughed out of other banks. Many of our clientele were those ranging from middle to low income. I personally never saw any of the clients that came through the doors. In fact, I wasn't even in the same building. I knew nothing about them except for that which was on their loan application and the other documents that painted a picture of their financial stability or instability. I found during my time there that behind every loan request, there's a story. Some of these stories were quite sad. I remember approving a loan for $2,000 so that a woman could bury her mother. Some of them were filled with great joy. I remember lending money so that a father could attend his son's college graduation his son being the first member of the family to obtain a college degree. There were requests that were utterly ridiculous, such as the insurance agent who moonlighted as a pastor on the weekends and he needed money to write a book about relationships. Then there were those feel-good, warm and fuzzy stories, those stories of how we rescued someone from financial hardship who had fallen into the praying jaws of a loan shark and could not continue paying the exorbitant interest rates. So a lot of good work was done in my four years at Hope Credit Union. A lot of good work is still done there today. It was, and very much still is, faith-based lending. Hope Credit Union and the Episcopal Diocese of Mississippi are partners in various ways. So it was not hard to see how my work life my faith life and my church life intersected. When I was going through discernment for the priesthood, my work at Hope Credit Union was very much a part of that process. I still keep up with many of the wonderful people at Hope. I still visit from time to time. I still believe in their mission and values, and I still bank with them. So one might wonder and ask the question, Will, why did you leave? I'll answer that question with today's gospel lesson. Just like those who requested a loan during my time at Hope Credit Union, this widow in our gospel lesson today has a story. We do not know much about it. We do not know when or how her husband died. We do not know where she came from or where she was going. We do know that she was a poor widow. And this allows us to make assumptions and fit together some of the pieces of her story. Women could not inherit their husband's property after their death. 
So on the ladder of society, widows were on the lowest rung, especially if they were left childless, which perhaps is the reason why she is poor. As Jesus is watching her, he is obviously moved by her giving to the temple. Other more prominent, rich figures are giving out of their abundance of wealth. The woman gives of what she has, which is next to nothing. So her giving is more of a sacrifice for her. Jesus recognizes a sacrifice and he points it out very clearly. He compares her giving as being greater than those rich members of society who gave much more. However, what I find interesting in our gospel passage is that there is no description from the writer of Mark's gospel about any joy the widow or those rich folks had in their giving. The rich gave much out of their abundance and the widow made the bigger sacrifice. But did any of them experience joy in their giving? Both parties gave to the temple, and that is a good thing. But did they give joyfully? Was there any joy whatsoever in what they were doing? Don't get me wrong. The large amount that the rich people gave and the sacrifice that the poor widow made are to be commended. But, though commendable, it seems as if it was simply a business transaction rather than joyful giving. And if there is no joy in giving, if there is no joy in what we do, is it really giving of anything at all? You see, it is this joy that I was missing working as a credit analyst. Like the giving of those who had much and the sacrifice of the widow who, did, who had very little, I did commendable work at Hope Credit Union. I recognized that. I see that. We helped many people who could not help themselves or were refused by others to be helped. However, I experienced no joy in what I was doing. Those many times that we helped others, it felt as if I were merely a part of a business transaction. I was crunching numbers and taking a look at financial histories, sorting through documents and typing out loan requests. I was going between the loan officer and the loan approval committee to ask questions and seek further information. So yes, I was doing good, but there was no joy in what I was doing. There was no joy in the time I spent, and there was no joy in the money I gave to those, to those many people who requested a loan from me during my time at Hope Credit Union. Since there was no joy in what I was doing, it was a chore to me. Merely a business transaction. And there was a void there. And I felt that void. I realized this void was because I was the middleman. I was not on the front lines like the loan officers. I heard the wonderful stories from them. And I knew about the good that I was partaking in. But I never saw any of our clientele. That was the joy that I was missing. I heard about the tears cried when we gave the woman money to bury her mother. I heard about the happiness of the man who would be able to attend his son's college graduation. However, there is a big difference in hearing about something and experiencing it for yourself. There is a big difference in hearing about the Grand Canyon and standing on the very edge of it, looking out and marveling at the work of God's hand in creation. 
The joy that I was missing was interacting with others. It was hearing their stories firsthand and not from someone else on the phone. It was looking them in the face and not looking at their financial spreadsheet. There has to be joy in what we do. We have to joyfully give of our time, talents, and treasures, or it really isn't giving at all. But it is merely a chore or a business transaction. And that is what my previous job was to me. Now, let me tell you something that happened this past week here at the Chapel of the Cross. I experienced that joy that I was missing in my previous job. A local man came in and he was in the hole big time. He and his wife had both recently experienced many medical issues causing them to fall behind on paying their electric bill. He came here to us, to this place, at the Chapel of the Cross for help. There was joy in the time I spent with him and there was joy in the money I gave him to help him get back on track financially. There was joy in being a listening ear to this gentleman. We talked about Ole Miss football. We talked about how you never talk to a live person anymore when you call a utility company. Something that we all know and experience. We talked about many things. We talked about his faith and his wife's faith. And then he thanked me. He thanked me for my time and he thanked me for the money. But before he left, I thanked him for coming here. Because he reminded me that we must have joy in what we do and in what we give. And it is joy that he gave to me by his presence here. It is this joy that I did not have in my previous job. But that I now find in abundance in my current vocation. So during this season that we are all in together. Let us give joyfully of our time, our talents and our treasure. May what we give and what we do not be a chore or merely a business transaction or perhaps even a sacrifice like the poor widow. May it be something that we do joyfully because we know all too well the joy that this sacred place gives to us. May we not give of our time, treasure, and talents merely because we are supposed to and it is the right thing, but because the love of Christ that we have all experienced has caused our hearts to swell and it really leaves us with no other option. So together in this community, let us give joyfully in this season. Let us give joyfully in all things to all people. Amen. Amen.